What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And this week, awesome news. Derek Jeter inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Incredible. Incredible. Everybody knew he was getting in, right? There was no doubt. No doubt he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's awesome. Love it. We're going to talk about that. Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone spoke about the cheating scandal. We've got the Mario 5. And there's a lot of other news going on. Miscellaneous stuff with the Yankees. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Derek Jeter. Baseball Hall of Famer, we can call him now. Knew he was going to be, right? Yes, absolutely. There's one tiny negative in this whole thing. Well, maybe a couple. But let's focus on the positive. Derek Jeter, what an amazing career. Captain Clutch, Mr. November, the inventor of the in the whole jump and throw. Just really, really fantastic. Super stoked on this one. And you see the interviews with him, and he's he's just he's just such a cool guy. He really is. Uh, you know, watching him on MLB Network with Harold Reynolds going over the flip play back in the two thousand one. What was it, ALCS, I think, against Oakland. They were at Oakland. I remember watching that on my couch, on my apart- in my apartment on the east side, 63rd Street and 1st Avenue, sitting on that black couch, so comfortable, one of the best couches ever. And watching that play, it was a Saturday afternoon, and I'm pretty sure... <laughs> but, oh my goodness, incredible, incredible play. And, you know, Shane Spencer was on with, I think he was on with John Boy, talking about that play and saying that the throw would have made it. They replayed it with Jeter yesterday and they broke it down. It's on MLB TV and Jeter was talking about how he saw the arm angle of Shane Spencer out in right field. And if you haven't seen it, you got to go YouTube it. I think everybody knows. If you're listening to this show, I would imagine that you know what the flip play is. Uh, if, you've, if you're a Yankee fan, you have to know. He's shown it countless times. But anyway, said that when he saw that arm angle, and it goes... It goes pretty high. They, you know, they really broke it down and you could see how high it is. Shane Spencer missed two cutoff people. And Shane Spencer in that interview saying that they would have gotten the guy out at the plate. I don't think so. Because that baseball lost a lot of steam when it bounced. And, you know, as Jeter got it. And if he didn't get it, it would have bounced into Posada, and it was such a split-second play. Just 
unbelievable. And Posada does that sweeping tag, gets him on the knee. It's it's really incredible. You look at that and, you know, it's a good thing the um called him out because back then there was no replay. Would not have been able to really see that slowed down. The ump had to do that in real time. And to his credit, he called him out because when you watch that replay in slow-mo, it, it could have went the other way. He could have called him safe and said Posada was a split second too late. Incredible. Like, we got to find who out, out who that ump is. He's, he, should, he should go to the Hall of Fame for that call alone. <laughs> Man, so many so many highlights of Derek Jeter's career. I was lucky to be at the stadium for a couple. One of them was when he became Mr. November, and that was during the 2001 World Series, if you don't recall. And Jeter, the, the clock had struck midnight, and it was the first time that the World Series was being played in November. And that was because of the 9-11 attacks and baseball was on hold for at least a week, week and a half. I can't remember exactly how long. But pushed the World Series back that year. And it was October 31st. I was out in the center field bleachers. The clock strikes midnight. Jeter hits the home run, set up by Tino Martinez. Tino Martinez had a big home run to tie that game. And Jeter becomes Mr. November. The legend grew more and more. Obviously a phenomenal career. Over 3,000 hits. You know, MLB, uh, All-Star so many times. I think he got the uh, All-Star MVP once. And incredible presence on that team really in my opinion held that team together love Jeter love Jeter everybody loves Jeter right unfortunately when he went to the Marlins he got a little bit of a bad rap when he became an executive and started firing guys and you know who knows who knows what was up with that I only want to think of him as as the player Derek Jeter but hate to shift to the negative on this because it just real it, all that matters is Jeter's in the Hall of Fame. But he missed unanimous vote by one vote. And we don't know who this is yet. But there was a guy last year who was going to not vote for Mariano Rivera. And I wonder if it was the same guy. Wonder about that. And he was a Massachusetts reporter. He was a Red Sox beat writer or something for, I don't think it was anything that big. I think he was in some lowly paper up there. Like, like not even like Boston. I think it was somewhere in, uh, you know, Hicksville, Massachusetts or something. But... When we find this guy, we're going to destroy him. We have got to destroy him because the vote is for, does this person belong in the Hall of Fame? Yes or no? So is this guy going to say, 
Derek Jeter does not belong in the Hall of Fame? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Can't stand some of these sports writers who have the audacity to think that they're so... What they 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 think they're like so I don't know the word I'm trying to get, but I don't know so much better than players. I think they think they're like so smart and uh, I I don't know. It really disgusts me. And you look back and you know some people make the argument. Well, Ken Griffey Jr. should have been unanimous, and this person should have been unanimous. Yeah, I agree. There are so many players that should have been. Unanimous. So I agree with you on that one. But when you ask the question, does Derek Jeter belong in the Hall of Fame? That is how these writers are voting. And to say, no, he doesn't. You know, they're trying to make a statement, I guess. And the statement really is, you're a jackass. Really, really irritates me. And I'm trying to get past it because we should really be focusing on what an amazing accomplishment Derek Jeter has done and uh, what an amazing career. Five World Series championships. Just, there's no words to say how incredible of a player he was and, and what a captain he was and what he, you know, and doing it in New York, that's the other thing. Doing it in such a microscoped city for sports. Really, really incredible. We salute Derek Jeter. And Mario is, you know, he should have had a party. His dog's name is Jeter. So, (laughs) I don't know. He should have been popping champagne bottles over there when Jeter got the call. Maybe this weekend. (laughs) But, there was another article written. And I, I, it was such bait and I took the bait because I had to read it and it was it was basically an opinion piece by some guy on NBC and I wanted to research the guy but I said I don't even want to give this guy credit or credence for what he wrote but it was kind of bashing Jeter about saying that he was overrated etc etc but another case where a writer has to take somebody down gotta go for negativity can't just focus on what an amazing career Derek Jeter had, a Hall of Fame career. So I'm not even going to talk about what he brought up as the negatives to uh, debate that. I'm just going to focus on how awesome Derek Jeter was and how fortunate we were as Yankee fans to get to watch him on a consistent basis. So there you have it. Case closed. Derek Jeter going to the Hall of Fame. All you writers who didn't think so, you can go, you know what. All right. Next. Next. We should, well, actually, we should just do this show about Jeter. This should, this should just be all Derek Jeter. But there's a couple other stories we want to focus on. Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman talked about the Astros scandal and... You know, they they did it in a, I don't know if you if the words are politically correct. They just did it in a way that didn't really go after them, but didn't 
just dismiss it. And Brian Cashman saying that they had suspicions and they did their due diligence on it and couldn't come up with it. And they're always trying to change their signs, mix their signs up. Aaron Boone, you know, he, in some respects, probably benefited from that because Yankees got rid of Joe Girardi after that 2017 ALCS loss to the Astros. So he benefited from it because if the Yankees go to the World Series that year, you know, I I know they wanted to make a change. I know that they thought Joe Girardi was a little too uh, military with the guys and didn't relate to the younger players a little too hardcore. Which, you know... from what I had, some of the things I read a lot was had to do with Gary Sanchez and, uh, you know, Gary Sanchez, he needs it. He needs somebody to do that because Aaron Boone's a little, you know, a, a little bit of a better manager of people, as they say. And look at what Gary Sanchez is doing. He's, he's not stepping up his game. And as I said, I don't know if it was last episode or the, uh, the episode before, this is the year that Gary Sanchez needs to prove himself because if he does not and he's injured again, Yankees got to move on. Guy's got a lot of potential, but how many years can you go? Let's not get started on that. He did, I, I did see a video of him doing some batting practice and he came in looking pretty lean. So hopefully that means he is in better shape and has stepped up his game even more. And... We're hoping. I like Gary Sanchez. I, I like him. He he sometimes he sometimes has a little bit of a look like very nonchalant and doesn't care. I think that is one of his downfalls with fans because, you know, as a Yankee fan, we want to see the intensity that a Derek Jeter had, a Paul O'Neill. You know, those guys were locked in. Gary Sanchez some, sometimes seems like he should be like, out in uh, right field wandering around looking at butterflies or something. Come on, as Aaron Boone would say, tighten that up. (laughs) He needs to say that to Gary Sanchez this year. Anyway, Aaron Boone, another one who said some things about it and, you know, politically correct answers and kind of just like, ah, you know, kind of a little bit of a glaze over, but a little bit of saying you know, making a point on it. This is going to be interesting. Really going to be interesting what happens this year with the Astros. I really hope that other teams go off and, you know, I I don't want to see violence or anybody hurt, but, you know, this is baseball. You got to, you got to rein this in and, you know, be old school. You got to throw it Altuve. You got to throw it Bregman. Both of those guys can't stand them. And the rest of the team. Oh, so many guys I can't stand on there. But anyway, we did, did I mention this, um, it's a Mario 5 day? Yes, that's right. The Mario 5. And you know what? 19 days until pitchers and catchers show up. Oh, yes. Spring training right around the corner. Just over two weeks away. Oh, it's going to be incredible. Incredible. This is the year. All right. One other thing 
before we get to the Mario 5. Giancarlo Stanton. Video comes out of him bench pressing this model. Uh, I think she dated, did she date Jeter? I saw like the, the Jeter, it was funny. Someone did like the, the Jeter lineup of uh, women he dated and they're all like Hollywood actresses, etc. And I, I think Adriana Lima was one. Um, but I, I, she was she was like a model way back in the day. I don't know if she's still modeling. I don't know what she's still doing. I don't know what she's doing hanging around with the Giancarlo Stanton. But if she does what, what's her name? Uh, who who is that? Who is that actress who was with A Rod during the two thousand nine World Series run? Kate um, Goldie Hawn's daughter. What's her name? Kate something, right? What's her name? Oh man. Uh, Mario, look that up for me. I need to know that. <laughs> Whatever her name was. Goldie Hawn's daughter, Kate somebody, was going out with uh, A-Rod, if you can remember. And Kurt Russell was in the stands too during that Kurt Russell big baseball fan. And she was the reason why A-Rod did so well that year. Maybe maybe there's some steroids in there, but she was the, the factor and I, it was really funny. I might have mentioned this on the show before, but you know, the year after that, or maybe during those those playoffs, there was some guy. I was at the stadium, and some guy had a shirt with her last name on it, and I think like a number one, maybe. Um, it, it was really funny, really, really funny that someone actually had made up a shirt with that, because that was the whole big thing back then. Everyone was like, "Oh, she, you know, she was always down on the third base side, and you know, they would the camera would always cut to her." So, if Giancarlo is dating Adriana Lima, which this guy would be a big age gap because she was she's from like the nineties, right? If she was like dating Jeter at the time, but if she can do for Giancarlo what Kate, whatever her name is, did for A Rod, then I'm all for it. But this video comes out. You're like, get to the point. What's going on? <laughs> Video comes out of Giancarlo bench pressing her. He is, if everybody, I'm sure everybody knows what a bench press is, but if you don't, you know, he's on, he is on, looks like he's on a, a mat in a gym and he has her like body uh, positioned like sideways and he is like pressing her up. That is the bench press. And I just hope he doesn't hurt himself. You should, <laughs> you know, some of these guys, you look at some of the guys back in the day, uh, Mickey Mantle, you think Mickey Mantle worked out? Probably not. He probably didn't do anything in the off season, but party. Maybe he probably even had to have a second job like a lot of these guys did. But Giancarlo, stay in shape. Don't be bench pressing people because if you get injured, you know that video is going to come up and it's going to say, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't have been doing this in the offseason, bench pressing Adriana Lima. But if they are dating and she can help him play better and win a World Series, I'm all for it. We will see. We will monitor this situation. <laughs> oh, it's so ridiculous. But anyway... That's pretty much the news. That is all the Yankee news, uh, except for J-Hap. J-Hap 
supposedly slotted in as the fifth starter. But who knows? Look out, still got a lot of time. Maybe they'll make a trade. Maybe a trade will happen. Uh, you know, there's uh, Nolan Arenado uh, rumors. Uh, someone floated a, a, one of those like hypothetical Twitter trades for Arenado for like Clint Frazier, uh, Davey Garcia, um, who else? Tyro Estrada, Hap, uh, and I think Chad Green, somebody said. Like, okay. And maybe even Andujar? Yes, Nolan Arenado is a great player, but that's a lot of players. You really think the Yankees are going to give up that many players? That's a little ludicrous. But who knows? And then there's the Josh Hader. Uh, he's supposedly still rumored. And Yankees just signed somebody, I think I think somebody who from the White Sox minor league deal, lefty reliever. Not sure anything about that guy, but... That's it. That's it, guys. We are going to take a quick break and come back. And again, let's just finish this segment on a positive note. Derek Jeter, Hall of Famer. Yep, that's right. We can officially say that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, guys? We are now on Patreon.com. That's www.patreon. is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Go there. Search for Yankee Crazy. You can support us. There is a monthly fee to that, but you get a ton of benefits. So go check it out. Really would appreciate it. Thanks, guys. And we are back with the Mario 5. But just to remind you, Derek Jeter is a Hall of Famer. (laughs) Uh, Might just come back from every break saying that. Incredible. Incredible. So stoked about that. Really. Derek Jeter, totally deserving of that honor. All right, let's get to it. Let's go right into the Mario 5. Maybe we could have a all Derek Jeter Mario 5. That would be good. Maybe we should have themes every week where I have to tie it in to Derek Jeter somehow or whatever other Yankee theme. I don't know. It's kind of difficult just to get <laughs> any, any words from this, but... <clears throat> We'll try it. We'll try it today. Okay. Let's go. Mario, without further ado, the first word, please. Pocket. Pocket. Well, pocket, the, the Super Bowl's coming up. The Chiefs, you know, and, and the, um, oh, I, I, I got it. Look at this. I got it just from thinking of that. You know, pocket, I think of a quarterback when he's in the pocket, and last week, teaching, uh, we were watching the Niners game and uh, teaching Susanna a little bit about football so that she understands it better for the Super Bowl and Jacks and uh, giving them little quizzes. But the pocket, the pocket is where the quarterback, you know, sets up, right? And who's in, I almost said the World Series, the Super Bowl, but... The Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes being the quarterback. And his father played for the Yankees. And he might have even been drafted to play baseball. Maybe even the Yankees? I don't know. But even Patrick Mahomes tweeted out something to the effect, I'm paraphrasing, but how could one person not vote for Derek Jeter? So big shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Even he gets it. 
right there. Look at that. Right there, we got it. We got one Derek Jeter word in there and got there. But, you know, we, we're, when we find this out, I, I, am, I, might, I might have to just go on the air immediately when we find out who this reporter is. And I'm sure it's got to come out very soon. I'm shocked nobody's uh, figured it out. It's it's kind of shocking, or I, you know I haven't I haven't really scoured Twitter today, but I'm sure that's going to be one of the biggest news stories that comes out about this guy, or maybe he's gone into hiding, maybe he's gone into hiding like um, Matt Lauer. You know we we started watching that Apple show, The Morning Show, um, and it's about the whole Matt Lauer thing, and um, it's uh it, it's kind of crazy, kind of crazy how a guy's career can go uh really badly quickly you know his own his own doing but you know he's in hiding that guy is like shamed and this guy this reporter needs to be shamed but i'm sure he won't be shamed enough i'm sure he's going to be pompous and 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 have some whole theory on it but anyway forget him i know i'm slipping into the negative today but (laughs) let's go to the next word wealth Wealth, well, that's Derek Jeter. Guy has crazy wealth. Do you remember the story where he, um, uh, when he was building that mansion in, was it Miami? I think he was building it in Miami, or maybe it was Tampa, because the Yankees were there. Not sure. Yeah, I think it was Tampa. Anyway, that place was gigantic. I don't, I got, I would love to know. I don't know if he still has it. Because that was, I don't know, maybe that was 10 years ago, maybe more. I'm not, I'm not sure, but wow, that was like a castle. It was just incredible. The square footage on it, I don't know. It had to be probably 25,000 square feet. Like it was enormous. It was a compound. And you obviously have to have a lot of wealth to do that. And Derek Jeter made some good money, real great money. Shouldn't say good money, amazing wealth from the Yankees and he deserves it. Look at look at what he brought to the Yankees. 5 World Series championships and all those win- other winning seasons. You know, incredible. Incredible. And you know, speaking of wealth, you remember when he had the whole thing with Cashman uh and and Cashman was kind of downplaying Jeter's uh, you know, role in New York or his, his value at the time when he needed to uh, do a contract negotiation. And that was a little dicey. And I know Jeter was not happy about that. I'm, sure, I'm glad they straightened that out because imagine if Jeter went to a different team at that point. I don't know what that was. Was that, was that before 2009? Probably. I think it was like 2007, maybe something like that. But that would have been, that would have been nuts. That would have been nuts and very sad. All right, Mario. The next word, please dismiss. Well, I'd like to dismiss this writer who voted, who didn't vote for Jeter. I'd love to know who else he had on his ballot, if he had anybody. Because if he doesn't think Jeter's uh, worthy of the Hall of Fame, then who did he vote for? I don't know. Did not look at the percentages. Where did, uh, and the the other guy, Larry Walker, being uh, voted in, where did... Guys like Clemens, Bonds, where did they come in? And who are the other guys? Schilling. People thought Schilling was going to get in. Oh, don't, don't talk. <laughs> don't even bring up Schilling. I don't know why I did. I'd like to dismiss him. He's a, 
he is a Fruit Loop, that guy. Do not like him. Um, kind of some, what was the trouble he got into recently? I, I can't remember. He's got some crazy, like, he's got, like, crazy views. And I think he said something uh, racist, something like that. You just look at him. I, I don't know. I, I just don't like him. Don't like that guy. But anyway, there we go. Dismiss. I don't know. Was that was that kind of a lame one to just say dismiss? Uh, well, with Jeter, dismiss a lot of the haters. That's where we'll stick with that one. All right. Mario, the next word, please. War. War. Go to war against this writer. <laughs> I don't know. Going a lot of going a lot of places with these words for Jeter in roundabout ways, but Let's see what else can you think of? War. Well, there's that movie, 1917, that is out. And um supposed to be awesome. I want to see it. That seems really, really amazing. Uh but speaking of movies, we have finished the Joker. If you if you were if you're hanging on to to know my full review of the Joker from <laughs> I know you are <laughs> from last week. Joker was wow, incredible movie. Incredible. And you know what I gotta say? Joaquin Phoenix won an award, like a, a SAG award, which is what Screen Actors Guild didn't even know they had him. But, gotta say, Guy wins Best Actor, which is deserving. He should win the Oscar. I'm telling you, it was, it was an amazing performance. And he got to, he, he went down to, did I mention this last week? He got down to 125 pounds for this role from, I think he's usually at like 180, 175, so... I think 185 he was, 60 pounds he lost. Incredible, incredible what he did. But he won this Best Actor Award and he, very reminiscent of Jeter, who would never talk about himself. It was always about the team. Joaquin Phoenix, in his acceptance speech, talks about all the other actors who were nominated, about how great they are. You know, that is a team player. That is very Jeter-esque, I gotta say. Really, really like that. And I know a few years ago he came out when we went on um, Letterman when he had the beard. You should YouTube that because that was really funny. I got to watch that. I think, he, I, think, I think they said he might have had, um, could have had a substance abuse problem at the time. Um, seriously, I'm not, I'm not making a joke. I, I, I think they had said that. And he came out in a beard and he said he wanted to become a hip hop star. And David Letterman's kind of laughing about it, but it's like this uneasy laughter. It's, it's, it's really, really amazing clip it was like awkward but funny but like enthralling anyway glad to see he is back at the top of his game and like I said very Jeter-esque that's what Jeter would do he would always talk about the team first never any personal uh, talk or 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 talk about any awards or any milestones he hit it was always about the team it was always about helping the team and you know some people think it was just like these standard answers, and he wouldn't give reporters anything. But you got to say, as Yankee fans, loved it, right? Loved it that he was had such class. And, you know, where else did, you know, Nike did that respect commercial. And you think about all the guys in the league now who either wear number two or started playing shortstop because of Jeter. Just such respect, such honor, such, you know, he's just classy, just a classy guy. Wow, that was a roundabout way from war, <laughs> but <laughs> I like it. I like that one. Oh, you know, you could you could say it. Don't don't break your arm patting yourself on the back. 
I don't know. Gotta gotta give myself a little bit, but I won't. I gotta be like Jeter, classy. It's all about the team, right, Mario? Right, <laughs> exactly. All right, Mario, the last word, please. Curl. <clears throat> curl, curl. <sighs> Let's see. Curl. Well, I'm thinking about curls like biceps, bicep curl. And, you know, talking about all these guys who work out so much, but look at Jeter. Jeter was like in, in good shape, but it wasn't like he was like some of these guys who were like completely ripped. And look at his career. The guy only got injured with, a, only had a major injury that one time where he dove into third base in Toronto, if you can remember that. And it was early in the season. He missed, he probably missed like, 60 to 80 games something like that it was it was a it was a big number it was so early in the season but he came back and it was only because he slid and he dislocated he, he dove headfirst into third and dislocated his shoulder I believe and luckily he came back and that I don't know what year that was maybe that was 07 anyway really really goes to show you that you do not have to be in the most amazing physical shape to play baseball. Like like John Crux said, they, they asked him, you know, or, or about being an athlete. And he said, I'm not an athlete, I'm a baseball player, <laughs> you know? It really goes to show you baseball is a, is a different sport. Granted, you have to have a lot of athleticism and you have to be in good shape. And obviously Derek Cheater is and was because you look at that jump throw he would do from the hole. You got to be in incredible shape to have that. You got to have such arm strength. But he wasn't in the gym. He wasn't a gym rat. He wasn't bench pressing Adriana Lima. And look at all the injuries Giancarlo has. It could be from that. I don't know. I think maybe these guys overtrain and are not doing more baseball specific workouts. Because, you know, Jeter did a lot of that. Guy would train and train and train and in terms of like baseball specific, taking ground balls, batting practice, you know, I'm sure he's doing sprints, etc. but all related to baseball, not related to working out and having like the best physique. All right, well, there we go. We got there. We got there. It was the all Derek Jeter Mario 5. I like it. Maybe we need a theme each week that I have to strive for. So much of Derek Jeter's career that, uh, you know, I was able to uh, pull from. And that just goes to show you how deserving he is and could have been a unanimous vote. And who cares? Who cares, though? Derek Jeter, Hall of Famer. Let's end it on the positive. That is it, guys. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. You can get in touch with the show. Best way yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com go go to all the social media accounts and like us and leave comments etc and listen to the show and send it to people if you got if you know yankee fans maybe they would like our show all right that is it guys we will see you next week and as always let's go yankees <laughs>